Mm. That story might not make it into the final. <laughs> we'll, see how, we'll see how we go, but it's Please true. Please keep it. It happened. It happened. <laughs> Hello there, you. It's Ben here from Pratt Chat. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I've got a little announcement. We are making a little change in our schedule. We don't do this very often. In fact, we've only done it one time previously, but we are changing the book that we are reading next month. In fact, we're changing it to not a book at all. If you've listened to our previous episode, Pratt Chat 44, you'll know that we plan to read next The Long War, the second book in the Long Earth series. It is one of Pratchett's very longest books, as it turns out, 500 pages in the edition I've got at home. Uh, And for that reason, and for a few others, not least, we've had another lockdown here in Melbourne the last few weeks, which we're just sort of coming out of now. uh, And we're preparing for our live mini episode at the Lost Con in July. So we decided we'd give ourselves and all of you a little bit longer to read this very long book, The Long War. So we'll be doing The Long War in August instead of July, and to take its place, we're going to do something a little shorter. In fact, quite a bit shorter. We're going to read another of Terry's short stories, not a Discworld one this time, but rather we're going to embrace the Australian tradition of Christmas in July. We're going to be reading his Christmas-themed horror story, 20 Pence with Envelope and Seasonal Greeting, which was first published in Time Out magazine way back in 1987. You can most easily find it in his short story collection, A Blink of the Screen. We hope you'll enjoy joining us for another short story. It should be a fun one. We're going to enjoy sharing the tradition of having Christmas in the middle of the year with you. It's something that we do kind of do in Australia. It's not a big tradition. We'll talk more about it in the next episode. Uh, But it is cold here at the moment, so it feels appropriate. We hope you'll enjoy it and that it gives you enough time to read The Long War and catch up with us for the podcast. Anyway, thanks so much for listening to this. And as a little extra treat for putting up with our change to the schedule, here's a little outtake we didn't use in a previous episode. This month, we're discussing Witches Abroad, a book where three of our favorite witches find themselves wandering around the Discworld. Speaking of echidnas, though, I was... Because you know how... um, This is a side point, but you know how people have hedgehogs for pets? Yes. Quite often. Tiny ones. Yeah, Yeah. but you're not really in Australia because we don't really have them as much. So I was like, what's the equivalent of echidnas? And I realized that I could not have a pet echidna because A, it would be unethical and they're wild creatures and stuff. But B, because their spines are not... They're actually really stiff hairs, and I would every time I looked at it, I'd be like, "I want to condition you to see if you would be smooth." <laughs> like I would never do it, but I just—I feel like you shouldn't look at your pet and go, "I wonder." Just gonna change. You. <laughs> just gonna con- just put a bunch possible. of conditioner on, beautify you, yeah. Because I just wonder, like, if it's if that would do that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. I, look, I'm going to research that, and there'll be an answer in the show notes. Okay. Uh, I suspect the answer is no, but like now I'm imagining just a an echidna with slicked back hair, really <laughs> like, like the fawns of echidna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just pomade. Like, clicking his fingers and going, hey. Well, you know, with the crimping going on, oh, just take it. A bit you further. could do a lot of different things yes. now that we know that their hairs are not actual spikes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. So, I once um, went to a hedgehog cafe. Sorry, this is completely no, I did this. Sorry. No. And I dropped the hedgehog. No. Yeah, back into the box, and then it rolled up into a ball, and I left it alone. So If it rolled up into a ball, that implies it's okay. It's just grumpy. Yeah, but I felt like there was a distinct air of, like, dismissal. 
mm. from it towards me. So we're done with yeah. holding time. Exactly. Oh. 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 They are, they're tiny little creatures. I used to follow one on Vine. I thought you were going to say, I used to follow one like down the street. <laughs> no, no. I, but I, I, when I had a Vine, if, if, listeners, if you don't remember Vine, it was like the Twitter for videos and you'd make short, like I think it was up to about six second videos uh, that would loop. And I didn't follow very many accounts, but I absolutely followed one. I think it was called Maturo the Hedgehog. And he was this tiny little hedgehog just having cool little adventures and they'd just film him like crawling into a teacup or going for a walk across the lawn um, playing with tiny toys. It was the cutest wow. thing I've ever seen. And that hedgehog makes more than me per year, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, not now Vine is gone. <laughs> oh, he's probably moved to Instagram. Yeah, yeah he's an influencer somewhere. Yeah. Oh, an influencer. Yeah, he's probably being sent free sources of milk all the time. So let's just mention our milk brand on the... Do they even drink sources of milk? I don't know. Anyway, I feel like we've digressed quite significantly. <laughs> uh, we should probably get back... All right. To the hedgehog song. No. To the hedgehog song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 